Hey all you beauties and welcome to the Coffee and Concealer Podcast. I am Jen, the host and creator of this show. If you are a mama, an entrepreneur, or someone who wants to be the best they can be, all while holding that mama fort down and not forgetting yourself in the process, then this podcast is for you. You can find out more or connect with us over at coffeeandconcealerpodcast.com or on Instagram. So go pour a hot cup of coffee and let's dive into today's episode. Welcome to the Coffee and Concealer Podcast. Um, my guest today is Ashley Madal, who is a female entrepreneur, boss babe, and she also is the podcast host of the Glow Getter Podcast, which is one of my favorite podcasts. So welcome, Ashley. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Awesome. Well, first of all, thanks for being my very first guest that I'm interviewing. It's a little <laughs> bit, uh, a little bit nerve wracking, but it means so much that you trusted me not to mess this up. <laughs> oh, you're going to do great. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> uh, I know we've been talking, um, for a while, actually, probably for a couple months on getting on the podcast and I finally mm-hmm. just got my ducks in a row. So I'm glad that it's finally happening. Oh, thank you. Me too. I'm so excited. And I'm so excited for your new adventure with this too. So that's amazing. Yeah, suddenly I find so much free time. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> so I know we haven't officially met, but I do feel like I've known you for a while. I've been following you for a while. So um, let's start this by telling everybody who you are and what you do right now. Sounds good. Well, thank you again for having me. I, um, and I agree, we have been following each other for a while and it does feel like we've just known each other forever. Um, I love that. And I love that we can do that through social media. It's amazing. So what I do right now, there's a few things. Um, so I host my podcast, the glow getter podcast. I have been doing that for a year. Actually, I'm celebrating the one year anniversary, um, this month. Thank you. I'm so excited. I can't believe how time flies. It really does. Um, and something that I've been really putting a lot of focus into is I am business coach and social media coach. And so with that, um, I'll I'll go back into my story a little bit in a bit here, but, um, Um, I really started working with female entrepreneurs trying to help them set goals um, and figure out how to do that, create that strategy, create those action plans, um, and then put them in into action and get to work with them and help them crush their goals each year. So that's what I love doing. And that's where I'm spending a lot of my time right now. That is amazing. And I feel like, especially in this kind of pandemic time, if we're going to call it that, like so many women are looking for something to do because a lot of them either are on maternity, like especially of my listeners are on maternity leave. Like mm-hmm. I've seen so many posts lately of people like I won't have a job to go back to. And that breaks my heart. And so I think that your business is probably going to just skyrocket <laughs> even more so because all these women are looking for something to do now. Mm-hmm. And that's very true, right? With everything happening right now, there are definitely people that are stressing about layoffs and, you know, oh. job losses and, and they're trying to figure out, um, with this time, I also find people are thinking, okay, so if this were to ever happen again, what could I be doing? So it secures me financially. Totally. So I don't have to worry about losing my job or, you know, like how can yeah, I create my own employer? Yeah, exactly. I can create my own flexibility and freedom with that. So I wow. think, yeah, I think it's definitely going to be, um, a very common topic for sure. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I just love being able to support women with whatever they're passionate about and turning it into purposeful work. So totally. I'm and excited it's, to it's see fun for you because you get to see so many different business avenues. I'm sure. Yeah, 
it's, yes. Oh, I get to work with so many different industries and that makes my job really fun. It always keeps it interesting. And uh, I just love taking what I've learned in over 12 years of business and helping them and, you know, speed up that process for them to, to succeed faster in their own definition of success for sure. Totally. Okay. So next question is how did you find yourself in this niche? <laughs> this is a great <laughs> question. So how much time do we have? <laughs> we have as much time as we want. <laughs> oh, thank you. So I'm going to take it back a little ways. Um, so initially, I actually started my very first business when I was eight years old. My parents are both entrepreneurs, so it's just <laughs> been in my blood. <laughs> I don't talk about this a lot, but I need to talk about it more. I've just always been an entrepreneur. I've always loved projects, love different things going on. So um, I'm going to fast forward a little bit. I'm originally from Ontario here in Canada. And um, when I graduated high school, I was going to go to fashion industry program in Toronto in college and university to work in the fashion business part of the industry. So when, <laughs> when that all happened, I was like, okay, I'm going to take a little bit of time before I go to college and, you know, settle down and really do get into schooling. So I decided to actually take this big trip across Canada to Alberta to meet a pen pal I had when I was younger. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's such a random thing. I oh feel my like gosh. something you'd hear in like movies, but, um, so basically the long story short is that I came out was like, I'm going to spend a couple months here, just see like, you know, the Western side of Canada. And then I'd go home. And um, my pen pal had a boyfriend, my boy, the boyfriend had a brother. And uh, almost 14 years later, here I am. <laughs> I'm oh in Alberta. Goodness. That's amazing. <laughs> so, thank you. I'm happy to say that we are happily married. We have literally, we met and the rest is history. We've um, been together for it'll be 14 years this May. So um, it was incredible and also life changing, of course. So I really had to rethink what the heck I was going to do. Um, because I'm not going to say Caramos would be the fashion capital. Of Alberta. Um, so, nor was Alberta like big on fashion. The closest one I think I could find at that time, a program that had anything to do with fashion was an olds, super random, but it was an olds of all places. But yes. I think it was more directed to like, if you wanted to design and I didn't want to design, I wanted to work with like magazines and you know styling more so than I did that so anyway it really changed things for me and I had to dig a little bit about what I wanted to do so anyways from all of that what I decided to do was in school I had run fashion shows I helped run our annual one I had gone to Ryerson University and watched their fashion shows um, in Toronto so I was like okay how can I do this here like what can I do so I ended up creating this fashion show for cancer because my mom's a cancer survivor so I was like I'm gonna kind of meld two passions of mine together so I started contacting all these local businesses and ended up creating this local fashion show for for cancer it was crazy mm -hmm. and um but I loved it I loved being back in the fashion world and trying to just figure out the way it was going to work for me so anyways fast forward a little bit um, I worked for a short-term position for an event planner and I started seeing how much I loved the event planning side of things and mm -hmm. how I could you know run these fashion shows I was trying to figure out what else I could do at first I was of course thinking okay how am I going to get clients that are you know wanting events and um back then this was around 2006 2007 I started realizing back then people were really familiar with independent event planners a lot of people had like in-house ones mm -hmm. that were like admin staff that just did the event planning so I really started looking at my whole business different and started thinking how can I create something that my community is in need of so with the fashion show for cancer I kept running that and then shortly after I got asked to run a local bridal show so with the local bridal show I was finding that 
we are about an hour outside of Edmonton and a lot of people would go to Edmonton for all their wedding stuff. They didn't realize all of the different businesses that we had in our community that served weddings. So I created this event to help support local businesses once again. So with these two events, I started working with a lot of the trade show portion of it because I had businesses, small business owners coming in from all different parts of Alberta to take part in these trade show portions. So then I started recognizing what their needs were. So I was surrounding myself with all these business owners and I was recognizing that they were looking for more tools, more resources, more support, more mentorship, guidance, all of these things. And we just didn't have that here. So then I was like, how can I help them more? Like, what can I do more to, you know, bring this to them? What can we find? And I know back then, the big thing was that if you wanted to go to say like a conference to learn more, a lot of the times you were traveling to like Toronto or the States and that's really high cost when you're doing big trips like that. You know how expensive mm -hmm. it is to fly in Canada and oh, plus, sure. you know, paying for these conference um, tickets and the accommodations and all of that. So I was like, how can I do that here? And I'm like, I know there's gotta be a way. So in 2014, I launched, um, officially launched the Empower Women in Business Conference. And I remember thinking to myself, I'm just going to like try to support our local businesses here. So I'm thinking Camrose and area, maybe Edmonton, maybe some people will come in from Red Deer if they hear about it. We'll see. But like, <laughs> that was my goal, right? <laughs> and I uh, remember putting it out on social media and all of a sudden, like ticket sales started blowing up. And I was like, I don't, I don't know what's happening, but like people are buying tickets all like all of a sudden it's just going crazy. And all of a sudden people are buying tickets from across Canada. I have a group of people that are flying in from the Yukon all of a sudden. Oh and I have a group of people that are like, oh, I'm flying in from Arizona. I heard about it from somebody that was in Alberta that came down here. And I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> I don't know what's going on. No kidding. <laughs> so that really um, changed things for me because I started realizing and recognizing the power of social media. Mm -hmm. So all I really was doing was using social media to get the word out. And all of a sudden it was spreading like wildfire. Like it literally was just going crazy. And, um, so that was just a really big uh, change like pivot in my business and what I was working on. So anyway, so from there, I fit in 308 women from across Canada and some in the States into this room. I packed them in like sardines. Uh, I brought in the keynote speaker, Arlene Dickinson from Dragon's Den. And it was just one of the most phenomenal events I've ever seen. And it was just amazing. And it really changed things for me. And seeing 308 women that were passionate and excited and energized in one room was like, Oh, this is what I want to do. This is where I want to be. This is where I want to be spending my time. Right. Yeah. It really lit, um, relit a spark in me for sure. And so from there, that's where a lot of this developed. And over time I was still doing um, weddings. And now I'm sure your audience could probably relate to this. A lot of the times when we're going into business, we still have to work what, you know, maybe our full-time job is. Mm -hmm. And so for me, that was doing weddings full-time. And so I was doing 35 to 40 weddings a season oh and it was hard to manage both. Mm -hmm. Like it was really hard. Um, I was facing a lot of burnout, a lot of stress, a lot of trying to just figure out how I'm balancing all of this. And, um, and then slowly not feeling that spark anymore for that and really wanting and feeling the spark for helping business owners. So anyways, that's where it all kind of happened for me. And then now I'm very excited. This is the first year ever. I'm not taking on a single wedding and um, thank you. And now I get to just work with incredible female entrepreneurs all over Canada and, uh, and helping them with building their businesses.
No, that's amazing. So amazing. And what an adventure that sounds like it was. (laughs) Oh, it sure has been. (laughs) And I'm sure it had its ups and downs too. But yeah, as a photographer as well, like that is my like full-time job. Mm -hmm. But for a long time, I was doing like, again, 30 weddings a year and Mm -hmm. still trying to do a full-time job. And like, for the photographers, like when they're all done, then they're, then the work begins on the computer as well. So it was too much for me. So there, there reached a point for me where I was like, I have to cut it out. And I think I have one wedding this year. So mm-hmm. I think I'm slowly like transitioning out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I get, I get it. Weddings are a lot of work. So kudos to anybody that works in that industry. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I feel for you. <laughs> it's oh, a mm-hmm. Okay. So what do you think is your favorite part of the job and how do you help people? more specifically than what we said before. Mm-hmm. Okay. Favorite part of my job, probably the most mm, meeting new people uh, mm-hmm. has always been one of my most favorite things. Um, you know, even using platforms like Instagram, like just how we connected, right. That mm-hmm. to me is so meaningful and so powerful to just be able to connect with anyone. That's again, the power of social media. And, um, and then the one-on-one time I get to spend with these women, um, coaching them one-on-one and, and seeing things change. So for example, not too long ago, I hosted this retreat for women in business, women looking at starting a business or women, um, wanting to grow their business. And I held this in Canmore and we got this small intimate group together. And that was exactly my goal for it was to have just, just a small, intimate, comfortable group. We could get to know each other and uh, start talking about what was important to us and breaking that down. Cause a lot of the times I think what happens you've heard this word hustle all the time, right? Mm -hmm. And you hear this more and more. And what I wanted to do was I wanted, I want to help entrepreneurs go after what they're passionate about, but not sacrificing everything, including their health uh, for that, right? Like finding the way that we can find, and I know some people say like, there's no such thing as balance, Mm -hmm. but creating some sort of balance that you know, feels right. And you're not sacrificing what's most important to you to Mm -hmm. try to do this. Cause a lot of the times we're going after our passions because a, it's important to us, but B we're doing it for the, our priorities, such as our family, our health, um, you know, freedom Mm -hmm. with financials and time. And, uh, and a lot of the, for some reason that all gets erased when we're doing this hustle (laughs) mode. Right. Right. (laughs) So, yeah. So it's just, it's been interesting to watch how that works. And to me, that's really what I enjoy helping female entrepreneurs with is thinking about what goals could they be setting, mm-hmm. um, giving them the tangible action steps and items that they can be doing and implementing right away. And, uh, and then having that support. That's the other really big part is being able to support these women um, and leading them through that and knowing that it's not just like a one-on-one one time, like they don't just come to me, get the action steps and then have to go do it on their own. And when they hit a struggle, then they just stop. Cause I see that mm-hmm. so much that happens all the time. Um, I'm there to support them through the the whole process. Absolutely. How long do you think that you're usually around for any one client? That is a great question. I have quite a few clients that have been ongoing that um, I've had for years and it's because and this is where it's really important. We never just set a goal and then work on it, achieve it. And that's it. Especially if we're setting goals, right? I feel like half the time, um, when we set goals, we just set them and then we're like, okay, great. That's awesome. And that's it. But I would say majority of entrepreneurs set a goal, achieve it, and then set another one or set something bigger, right? Like we want to keep going with that. And, um, 
So that's where it's really important to, to remember to have that support. So for example, like I just launched my business accelerator program and that's a 12 month program. Mm -hmm. So it's because what, like I said, we set these goals and if we don't have that support along the way, quite often people quit, right? That's why there's such a low percentage of businesses that make it past their first year because oh, they don't have the support ongoing, right? Mm -hmm. No. And like you said, it's, uh, it's that hustle that we all want to attain. And then you're right. Like halfway through or three quarters of the way through the process, we realize that the reason that we started this, like, you know, to provide for our family is exactly what we're sacrificing. Mm -hmm. I reached that point, especially as a photographer in like fall, fall is that crazy time and it blends right into Christmas. And so come like middle of November, I'm like, whoa, where am I? Like, I'm barely even spending time with my family. So you have to hustle, but also create that like bubble of exactly what you want. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And one of my favorite quotes is I didn't quit the nine to five to work 24 seven. And I'm constantly reminding people of that because I suffered yeah. through that. Mm -hmm. I felt at one point in my business that if I wasn't working 24 seven, I wasn't going to be deemed as successful. I wasn't going to look like I was working hard enough. And I'm like, I look back at that. I'm like, what is wrong with me? Like, we yeah. know that we need rest. We can't like, you know, that battery, like I love that image of the low battery because a lot mm -hmm. of the times if we're not you know, like we don't get in our vehicles and then see that the gas tank's empty and assume that our vehicle is just going to keep going. Why are we doing that to ourselves? Right? <laughs> exactly. 100%. I know it's just this weird mindset of being an entrepreneur versus like having an employer. Like you're so ready to leave at five, like five Oh one, you're out the door. Yes. But like as an entrepreneur, you just feel like, yeah, you, you just keep going. There's no stopping. And even when right. you're not quote unquote working, you're on your phone and you're making posts and you're doing all those things. So exactly. And that's true <laughs> because we get in that, we get in that mindset. Like it's almost like we've been told from traditional sales training and traditional business training that, you know, we have to keep working. You have to keep hustling. If you're going to get this, if you're going to achieve it. And it's like, Whoa, like let's take a step back and yeah. see, you know, why we're doing this in the first place and just get a little more intentional with our time instead. No, 100%. No, you hit the nail on the head there. Um, okay. So I know that this year, especially like come December last year, you were posting about it. You were so excited about your cross country tour of speaking engagements. And now with this COVID-19, I'm sure you had to reschedule all, if not of the majority of your dates. How are you kind of recuperating from that sadness and disappointment? Oh, thank you for bringing this up. This is something I've been so excited for. And um, it's it's funny, though, just with a little background on it, I remember thinking like, okay, I really want to go all in with this goal of helping female entrepreneurs. And last year was the year I was like, okay, like, this is the last year I'm going to take all these weddings. I want to go full in on this instead. Mm -hmm. Like, this is where my passion lies. And um, the day that I decided to let go of one of the things that I do aside from the coaching and was the day that I got the contracts back for this. And I was like, okay, the universe is telling me it's like, I'm telling it I'm ready. And then it was like, here you go. Then here's the contract for <laughs> a year of speaking. Right now I've been super fortunate that this tour doesn't actually start yet. It, um, I did have one event in April that was part of it that was rescheduled to the fall. Um, but the other ones it's kind of spread out over the next year. So that that's where I'm really excited because it wasn't like there was a bunch that was all waiting to happen in April. There was one April, one May, two in June. Um, so I feel like those are kind of up in the air right now. We're going to see um, how things go in the next couple of weeks, in the next month, and those may still all be a go. It's so hard to say right now because everything is just up in the air, right? Yep. So, oh, sorry. 
Yes. So anyways, yeah, it's, um, I'm going to just kind of play it by ear, see how it goes. Um, I was really excited to announce it on social media and I just, a lot of the listeners from my podcast and those that have followed me have been messaging me in from different places in Canada. And I just think that's the coolest thing. And, uh, and I think the best part of it, all of this is that I just get to continually meet amazing women. That's honestly my favorite thing of all of this. No, totally. No, I, um, obviously like I shoot majority newborn photography. So I see a lot of new moms and stuff. And Mm -hmm. so, um, I know a lot of my clients, like, yes, they're excited to come and get shoots done with me, but they're also like, they just want someone to talk to. And so I think that it's so important, especially as moms, we already have long days and trying to kind of, you know, balance it normally and then add this kind of social isolation. It, uh, it helps to just have someone to talk to, even if it's over Instagram or Facebook or something like that, like just to have someone that's there to listen, I -hmm. think is so crucial. Yes, exactly. And I have seen that some of the events that have been getting canceled are changing to online ones. And that's something that I've been trying to do to reach mm-hmm. out to the female entrepreneurs in my communities as well. And um, the last few days, like you were on one yesterday, I just had a call and we just wanted to really connect and touch base because mm-hmm. there is that feeling of isolation right now and disconnection. And I think now more than ever, we need to to feel connected and um I, I love my friend, Dr. Jody Carrington says we're wired for hard things and we really are, but we're also wired for connection. And, um, so I love that. I think that we really just need to be in this together and support each other. And I think together we're stronger and we'll get through this. So totally. And I think even just from you posting about seeing if there was any interest for calls, like the ones we were on yesterday. And Mm -hmm. I saw that just women were like, absolutely. Where do I sign up? How do I get on? Um, so with that, you know, with this social isolation and things that are going on, do you have any advice for mamas or women who are thinking of starting a business or a new avenue while they're home? How do you suggest they kind of find their niche? Just any advice for them? Oh, that's a good question. Okay. So I think digging into a, what, um, what you would enjoy doing and what you would enjoy spending your time with, because mm-hmm. of course at the beginning stage we do, it does seem to like it requires a little more time than we want to be always putting in. So it is going to take a little bit more time at the beginning stages. So determining what you want to spend your time doing. And then once you figure that out, then start thinking about who your audience is. And I feel like people often forget, especially entrepreneurs, what happens is entrepreneurs get stuck thinking, oh, I've got such a great product or service. People are just going to love it. And you're not thinking about who you're actually trying to reach or what they're going through. So I really highly recommend breaking down who that is. Um, Another little tip that I find really helps me is actually putting a face to that idea of who it is, who that audience is. Um, So if that means it's a friend of yours, your sister, your mom, whoever that audience may be that you're trying to reach, put a picture to it because then you feel like you're actually talking to somebody. You're not trying to talk and reach the masses. You're just connecting with somebody one-on-one. And uh, when you can create your message around that and connecting with them and figuring out what their pain points are, what's keeping them up at night, I think that will really help you craft your message of how you're going to share what you're offering to them. Does that help? No, for sure. Um, And then kind of second to that, do you have any advice for mamas while they are home? Even if they aren't looking to start a business, just any advice on kind of how to keep their spirits up and keep their kids' spirits up? Mm -hmm, Definitely. Well, I think the biggest thing is to 
one, not compare yourself to everything going on and who else is doing amazing. I've seen so many posts about, you know, moms that are jumping into homeschooling and going, you know, just full blast. And I think that recognizing that everybody, especially the kiddos who don't understand what's happening right now, Mm -hmm. um, that we all just need to take a break. And I know I kept seeing too, that people were like, oh, we need to, you know, fill all this spare time with things. And I think that people need to give themselves more of a break than they're doing. I think that we need to do some self-care and take it easy and take it day by day. We don't have to be, you know, learning a new language and <laughs> doing all of these things. Um, I think we could just be taking it day by day and, and making sure we're taking some time for ourselves, making sure we're taking time to just spend with the kids and, um, you know, connect with them, see how they're feeling, do some fun activities, you know, find maybe a DIY project you can do together, maybe a baking project that you've been putting off, find some things that maybe you've been putting off that you can fill your time with. That'll just bring you joy instead of feeling like you need to be on top of things and doing what everybody else is doing. So removing that comparison, find something that's going to bring joy, take time for yourself, make sure that, you know, when the kids go to bed, you go take a bubble bath or Mm -hmm. you, you know, you grab a book and just sit and read in your fuzzy pajamas or whatever that looks like. Totally. No, I agree. I, um, I saw one of, one of my followers and she had posted the other day, she's got four kids and she's like, I don't understand how we went from like, they were very scheduled before, like between preschools and schools and all that stuff. And all of a sudden she's like, how did my quarantine time become so overrun that I don't have time to clean the house? She's like, I just, I, how did that even happen? Right. <laughs> and she felt like she needed to do all of these things. And uh, then I saw her yesterday. They, I don't know, I think it was like a crib mattress, but they ended up just like sliding down the stairs on the crib mattress through the schedule to the wind. And she's like, it is what it is. We're just going to make the best of it. And I think that all the moms need to do that. Just enjoy it. Like the kids, the kids go stir crazy. Like I have two myself and obviously mm-hmm. my one-year-old doesn't really understand it. My four-year-old doesn't really quite understand it, but I think just getting out for a walk, like we're going to go sledding this afternoon and just to get mm-hmm. out, like I said on my Instagram stories earlier, like they don't need to go for a three hour drive and they don't always need to go to the zoo. Like they just Mm -hmm. want to get out for 20 minutes, get some fresh air and uh, they'll just reset themselves. Right. Yes, exactly. And I think that's a really important piece too, uh, to think about our mental health and our physical health. Like we need to be focusing on both, especially because we want to keep our immune systems um, boosted right now, right? We need to keep our immunity up. So uh, just doing some things like, yes, definitely fresh air is such a great idea. And it doesn't Mm -hmm. mean it has to be like a three hour drive. It could just mean, you know, going for a five minute walk while keeping obviously the social distancing in mind, but um, just getting outside, getting that fresh air um, and just keeping in mind that you want to take care of your mental and your physical health through this too. Totally. And I think we have to kind of see things from the kid's perspective too, and just understand that like, they are stoked that we're all together, that they might miss school, but like they have mom and dad, you know, 24 seven, right. It might drive us crazy sometimes, but at the same time, it's like, you know, you ask your kids like, Oh, what do you like to do? Because sometimes as moms, we feel like we're kind of failing. Like we're not doing all the things that these like Pinterest moms need to do. But at Mm -hmm. the same time, our kids, if you ask them like what they did, they're like, I, you know, loved it. I got to have a bath and you washed my hair or we got to color today. And it's those little things. And I think that those in this particular time are so, so, so important. Yes, exactly. And I think you brought up a really good point that I find Canadians, North Americans, we wear this badge of busy like we're always so busy right like we have these 
like calendars that are overflowing. There's no such thing as white space in there. And then all of a sudden, this is like a shock to our system. Whereas, right, it's like this, oh, well, now all we do is like, all we have is white space. And, uh, and I think that I truly believe that everything happens for a reason. And I really believe that this is, you know, the universe or, you know, depending on, yeah, where you're sitting, if, you know, if you are religious and you believe in God, the universe, whatever that looks like, I really truly feel like this is something that is telling us to take a rest period and, uh, and figure out what those priorities are. And that's another thing I would really highly encourage is everybody just sit down and take some time and go, okay, what is most important to me? Like, what are my top values? What are my priorities? And if that means family and, you know, time with family, and friends and and making sure that we're resting and maybe having that time um, flexibility in the future moving forward then these are all really important things to to look at and and realize no absolutely well honestly Ashley thank you for your time and heart pouring you gave these listeners I know how much they appreciate your realness and your heart and all the things that you told them um so if anybody wants to find you where can they do that Oh, thank you. I'm really honored to be here. Um, You can definitely go follow me. Come say hi over on Instagram. It's honestly my favorite platform to connect (laughs) with people just like we connected. Um, So it's Ashley Madel on Instagram or on Facebook. You can go to my website, ashleymadel.com to see what I offer. If you're interested in any kind of support during this time, feel free to message me anytime. I love hearing from people. Amazing. And your podcast Instagram is which one? Oh yes. And sorry, the glow getter podcast. So it on Instagram, it's the, the glow getter podcast as well. And then you can find that on any of the platforms like Apple and um, Google play and Stitcher and all of those ones as well. Amazing. I'll make sure that uh, I know I posted yesterday that we were having you on. So I'll make sure that I link all of that so that people can see it and it'll be in the show notes as well. So uh, awesome. Well, thank you, Ashley, for being here. And uh, I can't wait to post this one. I know people are going to love it. Oh, thank you so much once again for having me on. I'm so excited. (laughs) Awesome. Okay. Thanks so much, Ashley. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Hey mamas, before you go, if you love this show and found it benefited you in an amazing way, take a screenshot of this podcast and post it in your Instagram stories, tag us in it and we'll share it. And also if you haven't gone to iTunes yet, taken 30 seconds to leave us a review and told us how much you love us, go do that. It pushes us and lights us up like you can't even imagine. You guys are why we decided to do this show. So thanks for listening and we can't wait to chat with you next time.